I'm Dakota. And I'm Amanda. Welcome back to College and Planet. Thank you guys so much for 399 downloads. We are so close to 400. Oh my gosh, that's out of this world astronomical. Really appreciate you guys. Yes, and we might have a little giveaway in the future. Check out our Instagram to stay tuned for that. Yes. This is your reminder to do your FAFSA, which we will talk about today. If you know someone that needs help with financial aid and like some information, share this episode with them. We want to help them. Amanda, what was your highlight of the week? <laughs> My highlight was finding out that I got an interview for an internship that I applied for. I'm really excited because the, I had heard through the grapevine that they weren't reaching out to over half of the applicants for an interview just because there's only one to two positions open like spots and so I'm going in for my interview on Monday and I'm very excited I will update you guys on how it goes but yeah hopefully that'll that'll be really cool and maybe I'll get it but that's really awesome yeah, we'll find out what about you what's your highlight um my highlight of the week is I have been watching a lot of Christmas movies <laughs> of course so a lot of Christmas movies have started to come out on Netflix again, so I've been watching a lot of movies and just kind of like relaxing. Yeah, that's basically my highlight. It's been kind of a chill week this week. Nice. And what's your low light? Well, this morning I got news that, or my teacher had updated the chem grade for the last exam, if you guys have been tracking me with that. Um, I got a 90 out of 105, which is about an 85 to an 86%, and it's like, I can still try to get an A, but it's really annoying because now I just have to really grind for the final, and I, I was studying for weeks for that exam, and so that was just kind of upsetting, and it's just been, there's been a lot of work, and now I have another exam this week, and then I have to study, start studying for finals, and then the fourth bio exam, and it's just a lot of work, so that's just what's been going on. What about you? My low light is I've been pretty sad recently, <laughs> so I am normally like a very happy person, but like recently I've just had like a few sad days, like a lot more than I've had like in my whole life, so I've just been kind of trying to process like being at college and stuff like that, um, and I'm going home this weekend, so I hope that will help me a little bit because I miss my family. <laughs> yeah, I feel. I feel like everyone's just like that. Yeah, and especially with COVID, it's not like we can really go out a lot, you know? Yeah, I feel. All right, guys, so for this episode, we are going to be talking everything and anything about financial aid. Yes. When talking about college and everything, cost is very important to consider. As you know, college can be very expensive, and, like, a big issue in the U.S. right now is uh, student loan debt. And so we're going to break down the different forms of financial aid and what exactly that means. Alright, so there are five overall types of financial aid or like types of paying for university or college or schooling. So we have scholarships, grants, loans, waivers, and federal work study. So let's start with scholarships. Yes. So scholarships are money rewarded to you that you don't have to pay back. Yeah. So there are two different types of scholarships, um, merit-based and need-based. So it's kind of as the titles say, merit-based is you get awarded scholarships because of your academic excellence, and need-based is you need the money to go to college. You're being awarded it because 
whatever foundation believes that you need that money, you know? Yeah, and there's also, like, athletic scholarships. Yeah. But those are the, like, the two main ones. Yes. So I pulled from the UCF website the list of scholarships. There's no need to apply for these, um, but there's Bright Futures, which is actually all over the state of Florida, National Hispanic Scholarship, which, as name says, it's national, Pegasus Gold, Silver, and Bronze, Provo Scholarship, which is what I have, Pegasus Scholarship Waiver, Knights Achievement Scholarship Waiver, UCF Transfer Scholarships, Director Scholarship, Top 10 Knights, Top 10 Knights Gold, Florida Foundation for Future Scientists, and Harris Rosen Hospitality Management Scholarship. That is a lot. Yeah. So you may be wondering, where do I apply for these scholarships? For UCF, you don't. For most of them, you don't. They award them to you um, with your admissions letter or separate. But um, colleges do have this program called A20. So A20 is where you can look for scholarships and apply for scholarships from outside donors. But for the most part, I feel like colleges, you can't really, like some of them you can apply for scholarships, but here at UCF, we were awarded them. I didn't apply. Yeah, these type of scholarships at least. And of course, beyond that, once you're actually enrolled, you can apply for other scholarships. Yeah. So like, I know the Honors College has a variety of scholarships you can apply for. You just have to like meet this certain requirement and then explain like why that requirement matters or whatever it may be. Um, And there's tons of them out there. If you go to um, any college's website and just type in scholarships, they'll have all sorts of information. Uh, especially once you're in college, it's like they they will have lots of opportunities for you. Like I know our student government recently had a bunch of scholarships open up. Like there's like some leadership one where it was like, oh, talk about leadership in your uh, different clubs you're in and why that matters. And here's a thousand dollars. Yeah. You know? So that's another thing I want to talk about that Amanda said is requirements. So scholarships do most of the time do have requirements. So. Mm-hmm. The basic, I feel like most scholarships kind of go off what Bright Futures is. Yeah. So, like, most of the time you have to have, like, a 29 um, on your ACT or a 12-something on your um, SAT. Yeah, which changes so from year to year. It does change from year to year. So, really study for the ACT and SAT because they are important. They allow you to get into college and they help you get scholarships as well so those are super important and I know I struggled with them I literally took it like eight times (laughs) and finally got the score I needed so I could apply to multiple scholarships and that's another thing apply to many scholarships yes I apply to about 30 to 40 and I have seven outside scholarships not including the one my FAFSA or my um UCF scholarships yeah. So, I have a lot of scholarships, and that's how I'm paying for college, and it's a lot of work, Yeah. but it's worth it. Yeah, and speaking of requirements, they also have requirements while you're taking the scholarship. So, like, Bright yeah. Futures requires 12 credit hours during the semester, so if you drop a class out of those 12 and you're down to 9 or even 8, then that messes with your Bright Futures. Um, some scholarships even require 15. There was one that I was looking at applying at that w- requires 15 credit hours per semester. And for me, that's a lot, and that's not how I wanted to start off college, so I was like, nah. Another thing that is financial aid, kind of, along the lines, is like Florida prepaid. And that's almost like, almost like a trust fund, 
kind of thing where it's like your if you remember like the Gerber commercials when you were a kid if you guys had that they were like oh like two pennies a day can end up being like your child's college fund or something or whatever it is um and so Florida prepaid's kind of like that but we're not totally sure we don't have Florida prepaid and of course like if your family like if you have like pay your parents or your grandparents like are paying for your college that is different as well but that can tie in almost like a private scholarship or even you just keep that to yourself however you work that out amongst yourself but things like that do exist yeah so it's basically my understanding is it's like a separate like it's an account that your parents invest money in over time yeah to save like a college fund to pay for their children's college yeah so next we'll talk about grants so for this one you kind of have to apply your fafsa is the application so when you fill out the fafsa that like automatically does it so you don't have to do any extra steps for it they are a type of gift like of aid awarded to students who show financial need and there's no repayment required so you get it and you keep it and you don't have to pay it back one of the most common ones is the federal pell grant um, but there are others, such as the Federal Supplemental Education Opportunity Grant, or FSEOG, First Generation Matching Grant Program, Florida Student Assistance Grant, Teach Grant Program, Charge On 15 Grant, UCF Scholars Award, UCF Grant, and there are other out-of-state Florida programs. Alright, and also a thing with the grants being need-based, um, basically how they decide this, just like a little thing, they have the expected family contribution, which is the EFC. So this amount is how much, you, based on your parents' taxes, how much your parents would be able to pay for your college each year. So that money is subtracted by $6,195, and that is your grant money. So that is how they decide where your need base lies. Wow, I know that. So then we have loans, and this is where you hear of like student loan debt and all of that, but loans are a form of financial aid that must be paid back with interest, and that's why a lot of people are in debt and they don't pay them off until they're in their 30s or 40s. You need to apply for them, and at least in Florida you have to take a special course. One of my roommates has a loan and she had to take this special course, like online or something, where it like broke down what all of it meant and how to pay it back and all these different things. And apparently Florida or the student loan debt, like the interest rate is one of the lowest in the nation for anything. And I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but of course college is still not very cheap, um, at least out, out of Florida it's not cheap at all. So that's why people go into debt because they take out loans of whatever amount of money and then that accuse interest and then the next year comes around and it's a whole thing. So loans are pretty hefty, you need to be careful with them. They can come from the federal government, private banks, or other organizations, and they are unsubsidized and subsidized. Dakota, what does the unsubsidized and subsidized mean? Yeah, so subsidized loans are loans that don't accrue interest until six months after you graduate. Oh. So as soon as you graduate, that's when interest is going to start be doing after six months. Um, but unsubsidized loans are loans where the interest is accruing while you're in college so you have to pay your payments and interest at the same time so a lot of people obviously the subsidized loan sounds a lot nicer than the unsubsidized but they are harder to be approved for um so i know 
this is why a lot of people, a lot of students are in student loan debt because of the interest as well as just college is expensive. So I went into college with the mindset that I'm not going to open loans. I was like, I'm not going to pay for college with loans because I don't want to be in loan debt. I want to graduate debt free. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's a good mindset to go into it. And that's what encouraged me to apply to as many scholarships as I did and work all the time because I didn't want to open loans. So I know like you guys may have like a dream school, but if you financially cannot afford it, it might not be the smartest decision decision than another school that has the same rates, yeah, like, the same academic. You know what stamina. I found out the other day? What Ivy League is based off of sports and not academics. What? Yeah. Um. Who was telling me? I think I think my roommate was telling me the other day that Ivy Leagues or because of the division of sports, and that's just because that's how it was however long ago, and that it's not actually based on how well they do academically. And I was like, are you serious? That's weird. <laughs> I don't like that. I know. But so if you find a school and you think it's on par with an Ivy League, then it probably is in terms of academics. Yeah. I don't know. You can look into that for yourself, but that was something I heard, and I was like, that's insane. Because, like, I can get a good education here at UCF, and I'm not paying anything, but then, say, if I were to go to FSU, I would have mm -hmm. to pay for housing. Like, I didn't get any oh, yeah. scholarships or anything for Yeah, FSU. the scholarship they gave me was garbage. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like, or I'm choosing to stay in-state because I can't afford to go out of state. Yeah. Out of state is too expensive. It's like $50,000 for certain schools to yeah. go. And we'll talk about private stuff, too, later. Oh, um, God, private stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. But now onto waivers. So I am not totally familiar with them, but what I got off the UCF website, it says need-based non-resident waivers are awarded to first-time in-college students, transfer students, and continuing UCF students who are non-Florida residents. These awards are based on academic performance as well as financial need and act as a waiver for non-resident tuition fees. I think you have to qualify for them. You at least have to be out of state from what it sounds like. So I think this just covers the out-of-state tuition fees, as far as I'm aware, because um, that's what it says. So I believe one of my friends who is from New Hampshire has this oh, wow. because she said she's has um, like in-state tuition, but yeah. she's out of state. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So even if you're out of state, Florida schools are still cheaper. Yeah, which is something my roommates and I talk about all the time because, as you guys know, Liv is from not Florida. So, not Florida. <laughs> yeah, she's not from here. Uh, our last point is Federal Work Study, or FWS, or just Work Study. It's an employment program designed to provide college students a chance to earn money while pursuing their degrees. Work Study provides part time jobs for undergrads and graduate students on and off campus. Your FAFSA is the application, but you still need to meet certain requirements. Um, and this could mean like working in the dining hall or like maybe being a janitor or like some other job of some sort. I'm not totally familiar, but I do see it come up every so often when I'm looking at jobs or internships nearby. Um, now something I want to mention is cost of attending. 
this is something that's very important to look at and this was something I made like so many different sheets of paper like I wrote it down for all the different schools I was looking at for when I was looking at colleges was the cost of attending now if you just go into the school's website and you search cost of attending or if it should be under like financial or cost like you'll be able to find it um, I even found it for some private schools but they'll have it where it's like uh, room and board tuition and fees and then books and that'll be the three main things. And that's pretty much what you owe the school. So room and board is like, if you're living on campus and you have a meal plan, pretty much. Like room is like where you live and board is food. Yes. And then books, pretty obvious. Textbooks, you know, depends on if your class needs it or not and your school will help you out with that. And your teachers will tell you, which is why you never buy books until like the first week of class. Because then your teachers will be like, yeah, we don't use it, but the school says we do or something like that. Um, so books are there and then there's tuition and fees so I'm sure you've heard tuition and all of that but what exactly does that mean so tuition and fees is kind of lumped to the fees are lumped together as tuition and you are able to see the actual breakdown of that and there's like it's literally like 10 cents will be like an athletic fee or like 12 cents for insurance and there's various things included in that it comes down to a certain rate per credit hour and that's why different there are different costs per semester. But it should there on the website it'll give you like a general thing and it even says like the one I pulled off says based off twenty-eight credit hours. So the current rate for in-state Florida schools um, should be two hundred twelve dollars and twenty-eight cents per credit hour. So I'm currently in thirteen credit hours. So multiply that by thirteen and that cover that is my tuition and fees. And of course that's covered by by bright futures but that adds up to a lot of money 13 times 200 is at least a thousand something and that's a lot and that's not including room and board and textbooks and transportation and personal expenses which are the other things on this list but like I said each website should have it and they'll have a little chart and it says on off campus in-state out-of-state parent relative which parent relative means like if you're commuting to campus because it'll be less expensive and of course there's just estimates, so if your transportation, like I drive a Prius, so I cut that transportation cost in half because I buy gas once a month for less than 20 bucks, you know. However, uh, I looked at the out-of-state credit hour rate, and at least for UCF it is $740.89 per credit hour. That's literally insane. And I'm taking 16 credit hours, imagine that times $700. Yeah. So Bruh. that's why that out-of-state waiver comes in handy. Yeah. Um, and there's other various scholarships that cover it as well, such as National Merit. Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but National Merit does cover that. So my roommate is National Merit. Um, I don't remember if we talked about that, but that's like if you get the certain score on the PSAT, then you're like your tuition's covered, your meal plan is covered, your room and board is covered, um, and it's it's mainly called the Benequisto Scholarship. So at least that's what it is here at UCF is the Benequisto Scholarship. And from my understanding, there's like different packages at different schools, and so that was why a lot of National Merit people come here is because you get automatic acceptance to Burnett, and then they, there's like a really good package of what's in that scholarship. So um, something to consider, and that's why we have a lot of out-of-state people here too, is because that waiver is readily available. And also, even though it does sound expensive because college is expensive we are one of the cheaper schools for out-of-state students oh my gosh yeah we win 
uh, some, I don't want to say prize, but it's, like, title every year of, like, most inexpensive schools, but still, like, top-rated and all that stuff. Because, um, of course, you can go to, like, community college and not be cheap and or, like, less expensive. Yeah. But it's, like, especially compared to UF and all this stuff. I looked at University of Miami just to get a glimpse of some private schools because University of Miami is private. Third, I couldn't, they, first of all, I could not find the credit hour rate, which I found a little sus, but t- tuition for one year is over $50,000. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. And tuition for UCF, if I take this and I'm on what the chart I'm looking at right now, multiply it by two because they just have it for one semester, that's $11,000. So okay. it's it's about five times as much to go to a Literally. private school. At least UM is five times as much than UCF and in terms of tuition. Stetson University, yeah, they their total cost like to go there is like sixty thousand dollars, and I got a thirty eight thousand dollars scholarship, and I still couldn't afford to go there. Yeah, so it's like thirty eight thousand dollars. That's a lot of money, and I still can't afford to go. Yeah, you know. Well, Liv was similar with one of her in state schools. Um, which was public, the cost was still up there. It was the same yeah. as one of our private schools, and that was a big reason why she came here, too, is because even with the scholarships she got there, it was still more expensive than to be here. Um, and if you're, in case you're wondering, total costs, it says here, for Florida residents on campus, so Dakota and I, it says 22424 and that's for one total year is $22,000, uh, and that's... Okay, so ignore what I said earlier about tuition and fees. Oh, so tuition's even cheaper. Sorry, I just realized that, like, I did not pay too much attention to this. Um, It says tuition and fees on on or off campus for Florida residents is $5,900. That is... So cut that in half, and that's tuition for one semester. And that's not that bad. Yeah. And that's according to 14 credit hours per semester. Um, but then total for the whole year, it says for fall, spring, 2020, 2021, based on 28 credit hours, is $22,400. And that price isn't set. It of will course. vary because, like, you'll have different personal expenses, different transportation expenses, but I'm not paying nearly that. Yeah. And, like, so, I, I'm not paying $1,200 for books. I bought... Yeah, no. I think I bought one actual book, and that was, like, less than $50, and that was for all of fall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had to buy an access code, so that was like 100 And then I bought an $80 book, and that's it. Yeah. Like, literally $180 one semester. I'm not going to spend another $700 next semester on books. Yeah, that's even half. You know, so. Yeah. So books, and because you can also find, like, different swap groups. I know the books were will price match if you find it for cheaper online. So just know that it's, like, the margin here is very wide. Um, and especially if you get like the cheaper living arrangement, I have a more expensive one, but my scholarship, which I think, oh, I forgot about this. If your scholarship, like if you have enough stuff covered, like in terms of what you actually owe those school, the three things of room and board, tuition, fees, and books, if those three things are covered by your scholarships and if there's left over, you get refunded that. Yes. And so in it, that refund money really hits different. Um, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. And, I've, of course, I tried to save that because it, it is a decent amount, but it's like I don't have a meal plan, so that's half of my room and board I don't have to pay for. My tuition's already covered by Bright Futures, so my scholars and my books are, like I said, very inexpensive, and I bought them myself. I didn't go through the school for that. So, really, my my scholarship really went towards my 
room. Yeah. My tuition fees are covered for by Bright Futures. My room and board are covered by my Pell Grant from the FAFSA. And, um, or no, my room is covered by my FAFSA, and then a little bit of my Pell Grant goes to the board, and then my some of my scholarships cover that. But then I have so much extra scholarship money yeah. that I created a separate bank account with our um, credit union here. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing I recommend is if you have extra money or a refund, I'd recommend putting it into an account that your school is like partnered with, like a bank. Yeah. So ours is Fairwinds, so I have an account with Fairwinds. Yeah. That's my school fund. And then I have a separate account with my bank at home that's same. like spending money yeah so. i'm the exact same way and my mom has access to that one too so she can keep an eye on what i'm doing yeah my mom does you know. too but she doesn't have access to my school fund yeah so finances are very 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 important you can break it down if you need further help we would love to help you it doesn't matter what school you're looking at the format for them is basically the same i've looked at literally dozens literally dozens over the past year so i can tell you um exactly what it's going to be like how it's going to work and all of that and one last thing i really want to point out is attend the zooms something that's that really started picking up was that ucf was having info sessions over zoom of like how bright futures works how for general financial aid different housing q a's you can submit stuff in advance all these different things attend those you can like even if it's just facebook live like those things can really help you can get some good information and if you can't go you can probably email them and say I'm unable to attend is there a way I can get the recording and they might be able to send that to you um, so definitely try to, to do that um, however I know it is different with the virtual tours um, I haven't looked at those because I'm on campus so that's why Dakota and I are offering tours yes want and decent stores we will set up a Google form soon yes. um, so you guys will be able to sign up for tours you can sign up for zoom calls with us because we truly want to help you guys and yeah it's we're not charging anything we just really want to do this out of the good of our hearts yeah so we I have a worksheet that will help you figure out how you're gonna pay for college I can run you through your options to pay for college we all can yeah of us and i think it would be beneficial to people because we can help you through your college apps we can help you give you tips on college essays literally anything just jump on a zoom with us we'll be glad to help you because yeah we did this by ourselves we didn't have much help from our guidance office yeah and we figured it out ourselves we're thriving we're getting good grades you know so yeah back this is and this is a lot of this financial aid stuff is what i did in february march yeah i I mean right before covid hit too when i was doing my tours i was figuring out what stuff costs i was setting up i can go through my old notebooks because my notebooks ended up pretty empty towards the end so i used them and i would be like okay florida gulf coast okay ucf uf and it was like okay estimated cost and then it was like what off-campus housing looks like because i knew some places i I, like if i went to uf i wanted to live off campus but then like this is what the housing um office says is how much this is and all these different things um and i promise breaking it down it's not that hard um and it really helps to see it like written out on paper at least for me and we can help you do we can help you do that yeah, because once you get a start to it, you'll realize it's really not that complicated. Yeah. Because when you look at the cost of college, you're like, how am I going to be able to pay for that? You yeah. know? So we're here to help because I know I was stressed, but it's yeah. it's really not that bad. Yeah. It'll get, 
it'll get better and also it doesn't matter if you want to look at costs of other schools like we can help you with that amanda applied yeah. to 12 schools yeah so and i applied to four which isn't that many but, but some of them were private too yeah i applied to a private school so we can help you not with just ucf stuff as well mm -hmm. any colleges we can help absolutely so please reach out to us i'll be putting a google form up soon on our instagram soon after this episode <laughs> and with that that concludes this episode we hope you guys enjoyed we hope you guys reach out to us you can dm us um as and of course our google form will be on our instagram uh we can also put it on our twitter or if you don't have either of those our gmail is collegeandplanet at gmail.com email us it does not have to be formal at all it can be formal if you want but it can be like hey i need help with my resume i need help with my essay i don't know how common app works please help email it to us and we will help you or dm us yes and we are going to start being more active and interactive on our instagram so go check out our instagram for different stuff like days in our lives and yes. Um, tours of our college dorms and stuff like that so stay tuned on our instagram to catch up on what we're doing real time <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely because we do record these a little bit in advance and if you have any content ideas anything you want to hear from us or see us do please let us know it will also be on that google form we want to do what you guys will listen to or what you guys will watch so please let us know we're just kind of doing what we thought would help and if it's not helping tell us Please, we will do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we're, we are here to help because we've been in situations, stressful situations, and we just want to help because I needed a, a person to help me and I didn't have that person. So we're here for you. And of course, follow me on Instagram at Dakota Page H and on YouTube at Dakota Page. Follow me on Instagram, Amanda, D-U-H dot zero one and my YouTube, Amanda Craig. And as always, stay tuned for next week's episode. We'll see you guys in the next one. Bye! Bye. <laughs>